0: Am I just
1: freezing? Are you freezing?
0: I'm not freezing. Dude,
1: I, maybe my diet's working. Maybe it's a good thing. <laughs> I'm really cold. You're really cold? Yeah, my schnoz, my handsies. I mean, I've been like pretty decent little calorie deficit for like four weeks. Uh-huh. Not that I'm that skinny, but I just feel, you know, less
0: glycogen, less shit moving around. I'm
1: cold. My house is cold. We yeah. don't really run the heater.
0: Uh, we don't really run the heater yeah. either, although we have a gas insert so we in the family room. So we spend a lot of time in the family room and we have, yeah. you know, the... F- Basically fireplace, gas fireplace going We basically have two overpowered PCs on me and Kyle's floor
1: that works in a similar it really does. It really does. When we're both gaming, it, yeah. it probably brings the upstairs. Our house is three stories with obviously stairs going up, but yeah. other than that, there's not like breathing room between the floors. Uh-huh. So they're very encapsulated and both our PCs are on the top floor. And if we're going at it, it probably, no joke, raises it 10 or 15 degrees. Holy crap.
0: Yeah. Cause that's like, like, that's like playing games on your oven.
1: Kind of. Yeah. They're ripping. <laughs> Holy crap. It's like, cause today it was like 58 degrees upstairs when I <laughs> woke up. <laughs> but I do like to sleep in the cold. Because then, yeah, but we'll be gaming at night, probably tonight, and it'll probably be, yeah, 65 degrees, just on
0: its own. Yeah, I mean, we don't heat our bedroom, so it it can be cold, but we've got that, um, you know, bed cooler thing, which actually... It's not a bed heater, though, eh? Abe. Well, it is, it can be. uh, You set it for whatever temperature you want. But, I mean, I set it in, like, the um in the 60s to to maybe it's like 70 is the highest so it's pretty cool but it's actually warmer than the bed would be when you get into it true at just just first the anyway yeah because yeah, yeah. of the winter
1: yeah i i i fall asleep with like a blanket or a sheet and like a blanket and then i i get the comforter on midnight middle of the night i kind of like that
0: you've got to be the only millennial that uses a top sheet
1: yeah yeah maybe
0: because that's I, not common. No, I anymore. like to.
1: I like to. I, I like to think um, like an old soul and a young. In a, I'm. I'm the dichotomy of like 80 and like 16. Hmm. I like to think. I'll be that, eating chicken nuggets with a nice throw, <laughs> you know,
0: Dino nuggets. Right. Yeah. I I like to think that I'm kind of um, the uh, the not epitome of that. I I, I want to be a young soul in an old. And not as old as I want it to be, body.
1: Yeah, I don't know about my body. My soul's mixed. <laughs> okay, my body's somewhere in between, probably. But like my soul's, mi- I like so- I, I I like a house kind of kept. Yeah, you know, it's not like my house is fancy. I haven't put up like art and shit. Like some of it's very bachelor uh-huh. millennial type shit. But then like, yeah, like I like to do my dishes. Probably, you know, like I don't know. I like shit in their place. I like yeah. there's certain things I feel like. A house just needs yeah i don't want dorito
0: dust everywhere and shit you know so so you mean um your roommate uh yeah a couple roommates
1: dan, both of them really are they are have just some bachelor in- yeah they have some bachelor tendencies
0: and i think we've established that dan puts the knives in the dishwasher and that's he's a done problem.
1: a lot of shit i actually yelled at him the other day <laughs> i don't feel that bad but like and in the scheme of things, it's not that expensive, but I buy nice pots and pans. Right. They're non stick Teflon shit. Yeah. You know, a couple hundred bucks. Yeah. And he's taking his fork, metal fork and scraping it to get the meat
0: out of there. I would take that fork out of his hand and stab yeah, him in the right? heart. It's with a it. thing,
1: right? I'm not yeah. totally. So I look back at him. I'm just staring. <laughs> I'm just kind of giving him one. And Kyle's like, What's up? I said. Yeah, man. Once you scratch that thing, it's pretty much no good. And we've had a couple pots and pans in this house just busted. Like, that's why we use the rubber shit. And then he puts the rubber. Yeah, Dan, this is bashing you all day. I hope you're listening. (laughs) He also puts the rubber, the nice rubber tools in the dishwasher. And then they come out looking like a fucking wax candle. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, there's just certain things you can't do. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, and I don't know. And, and my mom taught me pretty good with some of
0: that. Or maybe I've observed it, which yeah. we're about to get into. I think that Dan's How's mom- How's that for a segue? There you go. I think I think Dan's mom did it for him. Perhaps. I think that that's, and he and has He no just didn't observe.
1: Because I observed. I, like, my mom didn't, like, teach me teach me how to cook. Yeah. But I observed a lot. Yeah, yeah, and Same with my dad. My dad barbecued and cooked pretty good. And I would just kind of observe. It's not like he taught me, like, hey- 10 minutes on this at right. this temperature I just kind of you just kind of watch like we're outside playing catch and I just kind of watch what's going on and same thing yeah like maybe my mom told me once the other thing too is I, I've always had a and it's probably a negative thing when we dig into therapy of avoiding conflict but I've always had a thing where I hate getting in trouble uh-huh. and so I listen Right. like You know, like it's that simple. Like I just listen. So if my mom told me once, hey, this type of thing doesn't go in the dishwasher, I just never put it in the dishwasher. Right. Like that. That like those things stick. If my mom does it semi-serious, it sticks. And even, you know, I try to do that as an adult. As an adult, you have a lot more inputs and rules, uh-huh. and a lot more responsibilities. So sometimes, sure, I forget. Not that I'm perfect, but I do, you know, hey, don't. Jim doesn't like it when you eat french fries in his car. Okay. Like that kind of shit sticks with me. Right. I'm yeah. not going to eat french fries in Jim's car. Okay,
0: okay, okay. Yeah, I don't I don't, like, I don't like that kind of thing either. I'm I'm still not entirely over being in second grade and the whole class getting punished for something that one person clearly did but would not actually come forward and and
1: I got a long the, story if you want to get into that. I mean, yeah, we're, <laughs> we're we're talking about childhood here, so go. So uh I don't know if it's a, a Christmas thing or what the time is, we're in like fifth or sixth grade. Uh And we made these like orange clove things where you like kind of. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. That's like a Christmasy thing, right? right? Yeah, yeah. So it's probably around that time. And so we make all these things as a class. Like it's kind of like a uh, scent thing, right? You put in the holiday spirit, orange and clove, and you dig these things in. We do it in one of our crafts. And then the whole school, every kid at our or every class at our school, at least third grade and up, performs some kind of performance throughout the year. Mm-hmm. And the entire school goes and watches it. Yeah. Uh, sometimes the high school, sometimes not. But every. Class will probably do some kind of like musical piece and some kind of performing arts piece. and So we're going to the play, you know, we're one of these theater plays. And on the way there, you know, the, that's the, the one time the school looks crazy because mm-hmm. everyone's like funneling into the same place. So we're all funneling in. Um, we're all using the same bathroom. You know, it's kind of like the car trip thing. Like, hey, go pee now. You're mm-hmm. going to sit down for two hours. And so there's a bunch of kids running around. And we're in fifth or sixth grade. And I'm just sitting there going to the bathroom. And then a couple kids in my fucking class start to while out. And they're 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 throwing these oranges against the wall, and they're throwing them in the toilet. Oh my god! And someone's got like a chain link, like a chain, and he's mm-hmm. whipping the wall. And people are just whiling. And supposedly someone like peed on the wall, and people are just going crazy. And I'm in there just straight going to the bathroom, and I bounce. We have like a council with like the most serious thing, like someone committed murder after this after school, and and and. Man, I don't want to drop names, but my teacher, you have the same teacher at my school from from first grade to eighth grade. My teacher's son is younger, and he's in like first or second grade, and I guess some of his friends were in there. Uh And they go and tattle. And they say, Mike Farr was peeing on
0: a wall. That's what they said. And you're like, I can't pee in front of people. What are you talking about? I'm already (laughs) piss shy. And so- (laughs) I, I Your, go. Your Honor, I can dispute that. That's so there's
1: like two, one or two, probably one to three kids in my class whiling out in there for yeah, sure, yeah. doing doing some, you know, psycho thirteen year old shit, twelve year old shit. I'm literally just peeing, but they call me by name and say, Mike, you peed on a wall. I said, I didn't pee on no goddamn wall, and and I had to do a bunch of community service for it. I don't think it ever got settled. I never got an apology, like, hey, I don't know if you did that or not, like, sorry, nothing. And a couple kids got. Uh, not kicked out, but like suspended for a day yeah. and shit. And I'm like, damn, bro. But the 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 one kid doing something wrong and punishing is kind of normal to me. That's just like basketball shit too. Like one kid's fucking off in the corner, we're all running. I yeah, hate but,
0: that, but it's just like drilled into me. That's a that's a little bit of a team oriented thing, but but it's also fucked up because if everybody else on the team knows who did it, they're gonna like take it. It's gonna be f- fucking uh, a few good men, which I think There's is gonna be like r- you know code red. Well, on I think that it's person. good though. I think it's good in some point as long as like the leadership.
1: And I was on varsity basketball. I was on captain stuff. So as long as the leadership isn't reckless, I think it's good.
0: Well, so the leadership not to get reckless, book. but like no, we're you know about I mean? Kids, this is Lord of the Flies. For no, fuck's
1: I know, but so like so Timmy's fucking off in the corner makes the whole team run I'm looking at him afterwards like hey bro get serious like what's up like I, I'll give yeah. him a real one rather than all of us give him a wedgie and shove him in his locker that's not gonna teach him but if you give him like a, hey man that sucked come on let's go you know you give him a, a positive or like a yeah. let's do it thing I think it could be a, a okay situation but right. not peeing on walls that, like that's, that stuck with me that's 20 years ago
0: Oh, mine's much all- further yeah. back than that. I don't even remember what the, the offense was. I just I remember it. that we all got punished. It's like Fuck yeah. you, this I didn't have yeah. anything to do with this. Yeah, it, and, and, it's, I, and very clearly not everything everybody had anything to do. With it. And I never even knew who did it. Right. And I don't remember now what it was, but at the time I sure didn't know. And they get to you by association. I get that uh, you know, when you're
1: committing murder and I'm hiding the gun for you, but when I'm just literally going to the bathroom <laughs> and homies peeing on the wall <laughs> and whipping walls with chains. Yeah. Fuck you. Our segue was better before, when I talked about learning from my dad cooking.
0: Yeah, yeah. Now now I don't know where we are. We're now no we're back ways. on the question. So, I whipped it. So uh, we're experimenting for, you know, in this second episode of the week with uh, answering just one question. Instead so of doing a, a full-on Q&A, we take one good question. I wanted
1: to title it something that would be anti-productive for what we're trying to do, uh-huh. but a good name for the segment a good name is only dumb questions only dumb questions, because people say there's no dumb questions yeah. and there are a lot of dumb questions and dumb people but the truth is we don't want dumb questions we, we want we, we want don't. to answer good ones and the, the one we're tackling today is a good one yeah but just as a segment name only dumb questions is good
0: only Dumb Questions is is pretty good.
1: Yeah. yeah, so I wonder if we can if we can get the audience, if we can get y'all involved enough to know that we want good questions, but I can call it Only Dumb Questions, then I feel like we've really succeeded as a community here. And these questions, I think we're going to take, we took them on social media this time, I think we're going to try to take them in Discord. Again, yeah. that's kind of hard to hunt down and find, but maybe I'll pin it at the top of my Twitter for now.
0: Maybe Jim can do the same. And that, you know, maybe we just stick that yeah. for a month and see what rocks. Thanks, thanks to my buddy Toby, who've told us how to make a permanent uh, invite link. So for free, you can join our Discord um, and hopefully come and contribute to the conversation that it, that goes on. It fits and starts there like, like anything, but we'd love to see it become like a, a real community of people talking about things that sometimes matter yeah um so our question goes like this uh we actually posed this the other day and and if you're if you're just catching up uh you know send us one good question so this is the one good question how as a dad who lifts should we approach getting uh our kids under the bar force them question mark or just <laughs> encourage and um i'm gonna start by saying this i don't know a surefire answer to this question.
1: I don't think there is one. All, all we can go is anecdotal. Here.
0: However, one thing you can definitely do, you can take your your whatever your dominant hand is, your right hand or your left hand, and take the index finger and move it toward the the right and make your uh your middle finger go toward the left and fucking cross your fingers and hope that whatever you try works because how you're throwing up gangsters. Yeah, so I was right. confused. <laughs> well, it just because yeah. uh just because how do you get anybody to do anything? Right. I mean that I, yeah, that's it's the, not th-
1: you're gonna dig deep with that one but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah I don't yeah the free will thing and whatever but I agree I think I think the best way and again I only can come at it from a son angle because yeah. I've only been a son or a friend or, yeah. or, or the opposite is yeah how do you get anyone to do anything uh-huh. and I've always and maybe this hasn't even worked but I still it's still driven to me. It's lead by example that's all I know um, my dad's favorite sport was baseball mm-hmm. he played college football.
0: Mhm and he played basketball. But growing just up, to spite him.
1: but growing up he was coaching basketball. Oh okay. So he started multiple basketball leagues and and associations here in Sacramento for like one was like the parochial schools like all the little catholic schools mm-hmm. he started um coaching and all that and so like mm-hmm. my sisters in second or third grade wh- whatever that makes me kindergarten or, or younger yeah. and so i'd go to practice with my dad and i'll just observe he never he never made me play never asked me to play never mm-hmm. did anything and i did fall in love with basketball mm-hmm. he never made me play baseball never even asked i never even touched a baseball i mean i touched baseball we played catch in the back or something um never played football and so yeah made because I, I just thought about that because we talked about this question the other day before filming uh and maybe that is why I love basketball. I never really knew why. Mm-hmm. Um, now I can explain why I still love it. You know the creativity in it, the, the athleticism, the the many chess matches within each play, and, and and et cetera, et cetera. The the fact that every player has to play everything, which is very rare in most mm-hmm. sports. Right, like football, you you're very one-tasked. Even uh, soccer, you're pretty one-tasked. You're either on offense or defense. Although you're capable of doing both. Um, basketball, you're forced to play and do every single thing at every single position, which I find interesting. But that's all hindsight. I didn't yeah. think like that when I was four. Um, but then opposite, like working out, like no one in my family, like my mom would go to the gym. She would do some elliptical shit mm-hmm. or something, but like no one worked out. There's yeah. no there's no meathead I could think of in my entire life. I didn't know. My, my high school basketball coach, but I was already lifting weights by then. So I, I, I never had like a meathead presence in my life. And I found the gym and obviously turned it into whatever it is now.
0: Um, I don't know. I only had one a meathead who was not a meathead. It was like the, the pastor of our church lifted weights. and He was like, like he'd competed in bodybuilding. Oh, that's cool. Before, you know, he was, yeah, that's cool. He was, he's, that's,
1: that's what I mean by meathead. Yeah. I don't mean like dumb. He
0: was not like, yeah, no, yeah. he was not like, yeah. there was no meathead mentality there, yeah. but he, <clears throat> excuse me, definitely, um, yeah, like, I'm
1: a modern meathead. I don't think I have a meathead mentality.
0: Yeah, I don't even like that word for, for a lot of association yeah. reasons. Uh, anyway, um, I think that kids are more are definitely more impressionable but like your part of your your pull is is to impress somebody anybody that you're trying to impress with the positive aspects of something. Yeah. And I think that with kids the the road in is probably youth sports and in a particular subset of youth sports, in which I'm not talking about particip- participation trophies, but where the adults are not assholes, yeah, just yeah, like that's hard. they're not assholes to each other, they're not assholes to to other coaches, they're not assholes to the kids. How much of that do you think? Not not to go
1: side topic, but like, is parents being competitive, parents living through their kids, or is it the one billionth chance of scholarship and money? That they're pushing their kids so hard, because like I, I, I again, my dad started basketball, uh, a, a league, and, and I refereed from eighth grade until I was like twenty four. I've run basketball camps every summer for ten years. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I coached high school basketball, and there's always a couple parents. That are out of their fucking minds. I think
0: that's those are the parents of personality disorders yeah. who would be fucked up about anything. They're just hap- they happen to be fucked up about this. Maybe yeah, they they just express it there because
1: sports are cool. Sports are like a primal way for us to kind of like. Allow uh, uh, let out some not obviously like some f- physical attributes but also some mental stuff you know mm-hmm. like you can act differently mm-hmm. right like you can act di- when you score a touchdown you know dudes are fucking banging their chest and shit you can't do that when you close a deal in the law yes. you know what I mean I think I'll, people do yeah, I think yeah. like you do it more I mean, private. that's why I like Wolf of Wall Street yeah, Wall Street. yeah I love that shit because they do kind of make it a sport and right. that, that's why I think that movie's appealing how real it is who knows but there's something about sports that's amazing and that's, yeah. that's why I, I obviously love competition Come to the gym every day, like there's some. Like I, yesterday, I'm literally in here by myself. Jim's back here working, poor guy. I'm blasting the music <laughs> and I'm just singing to myself as I'm squatting. You know, like yeah. I couldn't do that even at like a commercial gym. You know, they look at me funny and look true. stupid. But there's like something but you can do that on a basketball court. Yeah. I used to warm up and sing and dance and, and be in a good mood and like just be human, I call uh, it, but you're not allowed to do that in, in modern day work. I imagine that's you true. know, so yeah. maybe you're right. Maybe it is like the psychopath parents that feel that energy of sport and just I just can't they take their windshield off and yeah, yeah,
0: act a foolie. Yeah, I don't understand that. Like uh uh my son Jake, my older son, played um Uh, Little League for one year, and Literally, one of the assistant coasters was out of his mind, and they like they they would have to call the sheriff, like you that know, games because he would be so abusive to the to the umpire. Yeah, well, the umpire is making you know like five dollars an hour, so the, random at college kid. Yeah, yeah, like exactly, exactly. Or it's another parent yeah. or whatever. Yeah, volunteer. Even yeah, volunteer. volunteer yeah. yeah, yeah. Somebody who is uh, at, at, on other days running the snack bar or whatever, right. and you're going to be an asshole to yeah. that person just because yeah. you think that whatever. And it's I and mean, it almost always is about his. kid's kid who was on the team but also potentially just the team itself or whatever yeah I mean you can't if you went to a you went to a Major League Baseball game and you acted like that, they right. would throw your ass yeah.
1: out. And some of it is age appropriate. Like when, when you get into like varsity sports or college sports, yeah, man, rile up a little bit. Like, yeah, death threats or something that you have yeah. to call a sheriff, not a good idea. Not but, a good idea. But you can, you can speak a little bit differently to a D1 or a professional referee mm-hmm. as a fan. Mm-hmm. One, because it's louder and they can't hear you. Uh, but then the, you can't do a sixth grade referee. No, you know what I mean, like, like, yeah, like know the environment a little bit. Um,
0: And I, I, back to the participation trophy thing. Like, the point is often made that like who gave people the participation trophies? It was the previous generation. So, and it's it's not the millennials' fault or anybody after that participation trophies happened. Kids don't ask for those things. Um, there's a certain resiliency that has to come with being a, a participant in a youth sport sure. or any sport whatever you have to be able to come back and not not take it so personally yourself or whatever yeah. there's
1: lessons to be learned for yeah
0: I, I will say that that my son who you know was in this environment and and really only did one year of of a uh, little league largely because it was so hard to find uh, teams that the parents were not idiots yeah Um that sucks but he also made the last out in a playoff game and it didn't crush him because yeah. he's resilient you yeah, know yeah. it wasn't that it's just you don't want to have to count on uh that kind of resilience out of kids until they have time to develop it right at least yeah
1: yeah it, it so much has to do with age appropriate uh like behavior from the coaches the league the competitiveness part of it um cuz cuz i'm 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 very torn cuz i think Sports could teach so many people about so many things, about themselves Mm -hmm. and life and interacting, communication, and, um, yeah, resiliency, and, 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 and going through some adversity is so big in sports, and it's a way to do it without... Harming your like life, yeah, right. Like f- finding adversity for the first time at twenty four when you don't have a job and you don't have a house. If that's the first adversity you find, right. like r- we got real risk going. Yeah, but if you're down by three points in the playoff game and you you know your best player fouled out and you have to find a way to win, mm-hmm. and it seems so. Um, trivial but mm-hmm. it's not you know there's the, the the lesson and the human emotion in that moment can be very similar mm-hmm. you know like we talk about in lifting like stress is stress right we don't know if you're stressed from home from homework or from the deadlift your body's you know taking this this energy away mm-hmm. i feel like it's the same in those type of things like something's very difficult seems impossible in front of you what are you going to do you're just going to take your jersey off head to the locker room or are you going to at least at least play the last play and yeah. see what the fuck can happen do right. your best right um but then anti, yeah, I'm obviously anti participation award. Um, but the term participation award actually isn't a participation award, right? It's about you. Um, it's you were on the team. Here's a thing, right? That it's right. it's it's about yeah, yeah. It's like showing recognition of of greatness for doing for showing up. Mm-hmm. Um, and I am anti that. Like you need to show up and work. Yeah. Um, and I think most people are probably on the same page I when they so talk too. about it. I, I too. think that that's
0: one of those things that's, that's become a social media wedge yeah. issue. You yeah. Know? Because, cause, cause, like,
1: participating isn't enough
0: like doing your best is a is enough right and that
1: and that i was really lucky to have parents like that my dad's a competitive motherfucker but he, he would still tell me just do your best and we'll be okay you yeah. know like he's, he was never on me about scores and he was never about about my stats and my scholarships and my you know he was always very down to earth about that and um yeah sadly there's no school for Parenting, and, and there's yeah. very, and there, there's really not even school for coaching. Like I know you can yeah. get like a communications degree and all this bullshit, but it's just not the same. Um, and so there's very, very few parents that understand, and even fewer coaches that understand because you don't get paid. I had to quit coaching high school basketball because I, I couldn't get paid. I couldn't live a life. I was twenty three years old and I couldn't afford it um, because it's an undervalued position. But mm-hmm. I think it's so important. Like the connection I felt with the team and the community was was. Uh, Untouchable compared to anything I've ever done in my life as a coach, even more so than as a player. And maybe that's because I was older and matured. But um, and I don't know the answer to that. But I think that's uh, a problem or something. And we talk about it with teachers. I think mm-hmm. teachers are the same thing, right? Probably undervalued um, considering the impact they have on everything, yeah. <laughs> uh, literally. Um, and I think coaches even more so in some ways because the adversity you find in sports is much different than a math problem. The emotional connection for a young person. Yeah. Um, sure. But yeah, I don't. I don't know the answer on how to get your kid to lift. Man, I think uh, if if you have a home home gym, or if you're lucky enough to have a, a gym like Third Street, you know, and the kids starting to get into his, you know, junior high high school, just yeah. invite him to come with you, allow him to observe. Um, I really only think leading by examples of the way, and I think also opening your mind uh, as an adult. So you love deadlifts, but your son or daughter um, likes yoga, you should pr- probably be pretty happy with that. You know, if they like some activity and like something, mm-hmm. and maybe it's it, maybe it's you need to open up harder and you need to go try fucking yoga with them. Um, you know, I think the same idea, like my dad's favorite sport is baseball, but he really got into basketball and he got even more into it when I got into it. Yeah. I, th- I think that's really cool and there's something special there. Um, and, and I think it can go, you know, "Quote unquote unhealthy routes." I think if your son's really into gaming, video games, get into video games again. Like play with them a little bit. Make sure that's not the only thing they're doing. I would try to you know get them into um, some kind of arts, some kind of recreational like gaming, and some kind of sport. Um, maybe he likes jogging, bicycling. There's so many different things that some that, you know depending on the age, they're going to find some activity that they don't hate, and then kind of rev that up for them, just to get them into a habit of enjoying uh, movement.
0: Right. I think is is, is should yeah. be your number one goal. If it's yeah. a deadlift, great. If it's not, I think you gotta support it. Yeah, that body awareness is probably the most important thing you can give to them. Like my my grandkids who live in Canada are uh have been doing a thing called sport ball. Yeah. F- since they were little, and basically, just, a, I I love the concept, and I hate the name. The name, yeah, because the well, name reminds me of like basketball or something. <laughs> yeah, <you> know? right, <laughs> right. And, but the idea is like you're just it's it's just skill building. Yeah, it's and, amazing. Yeah, for um, for ball sports, ball based sports, or whatever. Some of them are made up. Some of them are yeah. you know some of them are drill oriented. It's always intended to be fun. Probably what PE should be. Probably what PE should yeah. be for sure. Yeah, and and uh, there isn't any sort of It's non-competitive, you know, and it. But but it also caps out age-wise when kids and kids can be involved in competitive sports in parallel to them. Like yeah. yeah. You know, um, it sounds
1: kind of Russian or Chinese. You know, I don't know because it's always kind of rumor and stuff but you hear they do like very general stuff up until probably a little too young but like five, six, seven <laughs> yeah. and then they get kicked into whatever their genetics might be good at um, and we probably should adopt something like that up until maybe, you know, fifth, sixth, seventh grade for us. Yeah. You play a lot of sports or you learn a lot of different things. You got a lot of different stimulus and whether we're trying to build the best athletes because then from there you could find out what you're good at or just find what you love mm-hmm. right? Without without any exposure you won't know what you even like you can't say you hate yoga if you've never done yoga right right so you get
0: exposure to these things at a younger age and then you can find out what you enjoy and i think your your point about exposing them to stuff when they're little kids love the idea of lifting weights they don't know what they're doing they don't know what weights are they you know they they pick up a heavy kettlebell or whatever. Yeah, you think you're going to break their toe, but they don't. Yeah, pick up even a big rock. Yeah, they've got a fantastic mechanical advantage being so close to the ground. Yeah. yeah, and and you know if you're thrilled about it, they're thrilled about it. Just don't make your life about what they can do. Right, and then don't don't force it beyond that.
1: Like right. it is probably a fine line to get them to enjoy it and support it without getting them to yeah.
0: make it feel like a job. You have to understand where who your kids are and yeah. what they're what they're. What they value, what they're excited about, whatever, and expose them to things to open up their experience, both of my kids had gym memberships at the point that we could do it, you know twelve or thirteen years old um The older one got got sick with a year's long illness, like very, very soon after he got his gym membership and like and and um and that was difficult and yeah. part of the road back for him would have been more activity but it was difficult he was just in so much pain it yeah, was wasn't difficult. About it. To, yeah to, back to it and then um my younger son is a very casual lifter you know i mean he 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 lifts when he's in the mood to do it and he yeah. doesn't when he isn't uh he's never really been about the idea of competing in anything you know and and they actually you know i didn't start lifting competitively until my 40s And just because your kid doesn't do it when they're living in your house doesn't mean that 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 person won't come to enjoy those things later in life. You can't, all you can do is give a good experience and, and, you know, put good thoughts in their minds about whatever you're doing. You can't force anybody to do anything. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And how you, I was going to bring that up too, is how you go about it. So I think the lead by That's example. a Very good point. Yeah, but like if you're in the gym cursing out, or if you, yeah, if your son <laughs> sees you leaving and you're like, "Fuck this protein shake, gotta drink this," and like leave that way. Yeah, like why would your son want to go do something grumpy?
0: Yeah, right? don't, don't be angry about. Yeah. you know what you what you couldn't lift. Yeah, you know. Yeah,
1: but, yeah, yeah. And maybe you have to fake it a little bit. Right, but, but it. it or not, or look into yourself and see why the fuck you're even doing it, yeah. right? Like if if you're bitching every day that you got to squat, like maybe squatting ain't for you, maybe yeah. you got to change your attitude around, dude. Um, right. Which, goddamn, I'm the king of segues. <laughs> will lead us into our next episode coming yeah. Wednesday.
0: Yeah. Hey, here's what we want to do. Um, I was I read an article, um, uh, by someone who had taken a personality test and wanted to change their personality. And so we're going to take the same test and we'll talk about some of the ways that you can potentially affect uh, how you interact with other people, how your personality is perceived, and how you score on these tests. And the name of the site, which I'm going to give you if you want to go along with us here, uh, is called Personality Assessor. Dot com personalityassessor.com and you can you don't actually even have to um, set up an account there you can run every test but one uh, we're going to take the long one which is 300 questions that's about really took me about half an hour or less to do it it's not that not that quick. I'm not that not not that slow a process. I'm taking my say. Adderall like it's the SAT. The, so I'm winning this test. <laughs> there's a there's a 40 question version, and I think 150 or 140 question version as well. Uh, varying degrees of accuracy, varying degrees of um, of granularity about specific characteristics within the five categories. If you have taken the um, oh my god, what's it called? byers Briggs. In the past, this is not the Myers Briggs. I passed that test as and, well. And the uh, the creator of these this group of tests uh, feels like Myers Briggs is bullshit, and uh, there's a good argument for that. So anyway, uh, join us uh, next week with that. And if you have taken them ahead of time, you, you'll, yeah, you'll you can compare and contrast, compare and contrast.
1: How psycho we all are. Uh, that Wednesday, that uh, episode will come out Wednesday. Uh, a lot of fun trying this new one topic world's worst question. What did I say? Mm-hmm. Only dumb questions. Only dumb questions. Uh, so appreciate you guys listening. Join the Discord. We'll try to pimp it out over the socials. So um Jim McD, sound the mic, wherever you want to find us. Hopefully we'll pimp up that Discord and you can find it eventually. Um, Discord is fun. It is the spot to really build community, and the best way for us to interact with you is just a little difficult to get to. But once you're there, you're locked in. You're there you are. Uh, uh 3SB.co. Uh, a little bit of clothing available, a couple stragglers in the last launch, new launch coming very, very soon. Appreciate you guys and we'll catch you in the next one.
0: Yeah, I'm Matthew G McDee on all the social media. This show is fifty percent facts where percent is a word. Fifty is just numbers and we'll catch you